Hey guys, it's me, Emmy. And me, Alex. You're listening to Motherful. We're not just a mom's podcast, we're a mental health podcast. We're here to talk about taboo subjects in today's society. No matter your age, race, gender, everyone has a story and we're here to talk about them and let you know that you're not alone. Welcome to Motherful. Powerful moms, powerful topics. So Alex, today we are talking about, as our first episode of season two, we're talking about the holiday stress and trauma of the holidays. And you actually picked this topic. So let's start out by talking about what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is actually Halloween. Same. Not really the wintry holiday, but yeah favorite i i love dressing up i love i always do the family costumes by force essentially usually (laughs) i let my kids pick like one themed costume and then i pick one and then my husband and i do one separately so we go all out for it yeah we did as a family the first like three halloweens i guess two first no three first three halloweens as family costumes the first year we did a family costume as the zoo and my daughter luna went as a giraffe no she was an elephant i was a giraffe and my husband was a zookeeper that's so cute yeah but my favorite costume of all time that i ever did was in high school i made my own rubik's cube costume out of a cardboard box and painted the little squares on it and went all out that's actually amazing. I love that so much. I tried to like do a family appropriate costume like most of the time, but I will say that when we had my oldest son Silas, his very first costume, he was like a month old because I had him in September and Breaking Bad was real popular then. So we literally wore the yellow suits and my husband and I were Walter and Jesse and we made us little blue bag for Silas and he was a bag of math and it was like your so son was a bag of meth? A bag of meth. <laughs> oh my god. So not appropriate, but it was like so funny. It's still like one of my favorite costumes. But that's, we have done like hilarious. appropriate ones. <laughs> like like we've done Jurassic Park and made them like dinosaurs and we were Dr. Grant and Ellie. So we do do like nice ones, but not always. That's so funny. Um before like I'll cut this part out but are you comfortable with saying your kid's name on the podcast I just don't want you to have to think you need to if you don't want to yeah that's fine okay gotcha yeah so those are definitely that's why I love Halloween too there's so much less pressure and stress about Halloween Mm -hmm. that that's why it is my favorite I was honestly (laughs) I trick-or-treated in high school up until 12th grade like that's how much I love Halloween I would dress up every single freaking year I actually can't remember when I stopped trick-or-treating, but I'm the oldest of five. So the between me and the youngest, there's 16 years between us. So I probably oh did dress up, honestly, until like forever because they were so little and I could like get away without without looking like a total loser. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even like care. I didn't care. Like, there, you know, most kids in 11th, 12th grade are like, oh, that's so lame. We're just going to throw a party or something like that. Mm. But I just love going to treating and dressing up so much. My f- best friend in high school and I did it every year. And no one even necessarily gave us strange looks. We lived in the middle of nowhere. And I guess they probably were just happy that we weren't partying. No one said. True. Yeah. <laughs> no one said anything like, oh, you're too old to trick or treat. And I didn't really think that, that was a thing and realize that that was a thing until I probably went to college. And 
I told people that story about trick-or-treating in 12th grade and they thought I was strange. Yeah, college is definitely a very different time for Halloween. <laughs> like, not my favorite four years of Halloween. I I liked it. I When I was 21, I did go out to the bars on Halloween and see all the fun, funky costumes at the bars because people are a little wild and out of pocket on Halloween in college, so. Yeah, wild is definitely a good a good word for it. <laughs> they might not be descriptive enough of how the, the Halloween costumes I would see for college days. All right, I feel like I might be dragging my feet a little bit here to get <laughs> to our topic because holidays in general, the Thanksgiving to probably my birthday, which is January 23rd, is a very stressful time for me and so I'm just like oh let's keep talking about Halloween (laughs) talk about the good one (laughs) right but as far as the winter stressful holidays let's jump in by talking about what is your favorite thing or favorite memory of the holidays before we talk about all the shitty things about the holidays honestly one of my favorite memories is just seeing like the holiday lights like driving around the neighborhood or even well I lived in like the middle of nowhere growing up so we really didn't drive around there we drove around like to actual neighborhoods or even we would go to Ogilvy and stuff like that it's something I still like to do with my kids and even if we're driving like at nighttime now they'll be like well let's go this way so we can see the lights because I know there's lights over there so that's probably my favorite part the like family stuff is not so much my favorite part (laughs) I honestly think it's going to sound sad to say, but my favorite memory of the holidays was actually last year's Christmas. We were, no, two years ago's Christmas. We were still living in North Carolina. And so we didn't come, we didn't, when we lived there, we didn't come back for the holidays just because it was so far. And like you would, you would be, have to be crazy to still want to drive 12 hours to spend holidays with your families. So we stayed in North Carolina and the day of Christmas, we woke up, we stayed in our pajamas all day. I was wearing a giraffe onesie all day and it was North Carolina. So it was like 60 degrees and we went for a walk. We watched a Christmas movie. We did all the presents. I made a nice breakfast and that was our Christmas. That was it. Yeah. I actually prefer Christmases like that. Like we had one, I don't even, maybe two years ago where it snowed really bad up here and we couldn't leave our house and not to have to do any of the holiday shit that everyone expects you to do is the best thing on the planet to me yeah I that's to me too and we did decide so we moved back up to Pennsylvania uh, two years ago now when our family lives only a couple hours away from us at this point but we did decide for this year we're just staying here for Christmas in our own house and not seeing family not doing anything crazy like that but what are your overall thoughts of the winter holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and blah, blah, blah. And oh my goodness, one upon the other and another. Yeah, I just think it's a lot. It's already the end of the year and the end of the year is usually not the greatest time of the year in the first place because everyone's always stressed about work or whatever the hell else is going on and just all all the things you are like expected quote unquote to do all the like money all the nonsense all the family drama it is just not like November end of November through the end of the year just not my favorite time at all no and it's cold and you can't really do much and 
I agree with all of those things and add on the cold because I hate the cold. But it, I, I was actually listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about, they were asking people to call in and they were discussing how much people spend on the holidays and like on everyone collectively, how much do you spend for your family at Christmas time? And there was a whole bunch of people calling in and they, they were saying, Oh, we spend probably close to a thousand dollars on all of our family for Christmas. I'm like, that is insane. Insane. Yeah. I feel like, I actually probably, I have a big family, so I probably did spend close to that because I have, I'm the oldest of five siblings and then my brother is married and I have two kids and my husband and I don't really buy stuff for each other because we just buy it throughout the year if we want something anyway, but we try to keep it small and it never winds up being super small, but I don't know. It's, it's too much money for like no reason. Yeah, that that is one of my main points that I'll touch on later throughout this too. But I think I I don't know that I've spent more than two hundred dollars on Christmas. Honestly, I'm very minimalistic. I'm like my sister and I usually will say exchange a gift card to a restaurant of some sort. We're not very Mm. close. We don't really know what the other necessarily likes. But even this year, I messaged her and I was like, hey, did you get me anything for Christmas? And she said no. And I'm like, cool, let's not because we're adults. We can buy our own things. If I want something, I'm going to buy it for myself. And it just becomes a whole gift card exchange for adults. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah, I try to stop that situation every year because I feel the same way you're literally just like handing money in different gift card forms back and forth to everyone that's an adult in your family and I don't understand it like like there's no point to me like let's just actually go somewhere and do something if we want to spend time together this is stupid but it never works in my family but I will say that for my kids the only reason like we are very minimalistic for Christmas as well like they get like three gifts max but usually like one of the gifts is like like a trip that we're going to take over the summer or something like a weekend trip we do a lot of so that adds to the price and then another one is usually like one of the memberships for one of the things in Pittsburgh like the the museums or the zoo or the trolley museum or whatever so that I at least like to get something that we're actually going to use the whole year instead of right. something they're going to open up and throw away after three seconds. Right. Yeah. That's always in last year when I was making lists for my family members to, for my daughter, because her birthday is January 3rd. And so she gets Christmas and birthday gifts. Boom, boom. I'm like, mm-hmm. please no small parts. I don't need more junk. Like, no, I'm good. I gave them a list of like, here's some clothes that she needs and some shoes, but please don't buy her a little junky like toys that she's gonna lose or break within a day thank you goodbye yeah definitely the worst part about having kids is all the crap that people give you that you don't want yeah so before we deep dive into talking about the holidays how was your thanksgiving mine was not the best because i wound up getting the stomach virus that was going around my kids brought it my oldest brought it home from school like the Thursday before Thanksgiving and he had it for like a day and a half and then my youngest got it and then my husband and I thought we were in the clear and then I literally (laughs) felt like hot garbage on Tuesday night going into Wednesday so I did not enjoy Thanksgiving yeah I think you're about the third person that I honestly heard that got 
sick around things for like they couldn't do anything for Thanksgiving. So yeah, I'm, I'm not, not a good year. <laughs> I we did decide to go back to our family's houses for Thanksgiving. We stayed at my parents' house the night before Thanksgiving, and then spent the meal with them and everything and nothing particularly went bad like I wouldn't say that it was a bad Thanksgiving but it definitely wasn't a good Thanksgiving and it's just overall stressful so from my family's house I don't know how much of the past uh, episodes you got to listen to of season one when I was recording with Caleb but my grandfather lives at the family house where they have the Thanksgiving and he was the one that raped me as a kid and the past couple of years, my grandma has sent him away for the holidays. And for whatever reason, she decided not to this year. So mm-hmm. he was actually at my family's house. And there is a divide between my grandma's house and my mom's house. And I just stayed on my mom's house the entire time. The food is served on my grandma's side. And I had my husband go and get me a plate. I didn't step a foot on that side one time. Yeah, I, have, I absolutely don't blame you there. I, I have no same. interest at all. I've made eye contact with him accidentally one time since I decided to cut him out of my life and that was it. And I haven't said a single word. So I have no interest in being a part of any of that. And we ultimately decided that next year and here on out, we're not doing the holidays at our family's houses. We are going to kind of become nomadic for Thanksgiving and figure out like where we're going to end up each year. Maybe one year we'll go on a trip or one year we'll go to a friend's house or something but we're not going to stress ourselves out about going to a family's house for Thanksgiving or Christmas we'll probably pick a day in between each holiday to go for a weekend trip but not an actual holiday because fuck that (laughs) yeah I don't even blame you there I think that's something we're moving more towards is where you know our time is valuable and other people don't appreciate that and then it turns into a whole mess because we're the only ones that have children I would prefer if people came to visit us but then at the same time I'm like I don't know how to casually kick these people out of my house when I don't want them here right right yeah I definitely feel that like my family that lives three hours away we thought of you know one year maybe we'll invite them for Thanksgiving in our house but then you fall into okay we, we're gonna go now bye but this yeah. is our house you know so I don't know it's a whole mess family's not always so so fun this time of year no <laughs> what was your holidays like growing up as a kid mine were very stressful I feel like I have a lot of anxiety related to holidays growing up just because, you know, everything always had to be, like, perfect. Everything had to go this certain way. And, you know, it, it never does because that's just how life works. So it would just wind up being everyone fighting the whole time or, you know, kids being kids and then getting yelled at for kids being kids. And I just don't think I ever enjoyed them. I, I hate the going from house to house to house to house. It's exhausting. We always had to go to church on Christmas Eve and we never went to church the rest of the year. Oof. Like that's is just the stupidest thing to me. Like that doesn't automatically make you some like Uber Christian. You go one single yeah. supposed the most important day it is not a thing that we've ever done since we got married or had kids. It's just not for me. And I, 
probably because I hate, resented it so much growing up. I just, yeah, I don't know that I have very many good memories. I mean, I, I have good memories from holidays growing up and like spending time with my siblings, but I remember more of the bad things because those are obviously what stick out the most in your mind. And did you say you had five siblings? Four? Four. On the oldest. Four. That's a lot of siblings. <laughs> yes. And of course, you know, we don't all have the same dad. So that's always another thing oh, that yeah. was not a fun thing growing up is, you know, my brother would have to go to his dad's at one point. And then like for a little bit, like we went to his dad's because my parents, they were like together. And then we didn't because that's not really our family. And then my mom got remarried and, you know, half of the stepdad's family like never saw us as his real children so you know like oh, other man. people would get gifts and then we would get treated like shit and not just for the holidays like just in general it is not like like family dynamics like that are a thing that a lot of people don't understand because I have so many friends with parents that stayed together and just had those kids and right yeah yeah that sounds very messy yeah my life is a mess <laughs> my life is also a mess but for different reasons but yeah my parents, like, we stayed together. They were together. And so we didn't have to necessarily do all of the moving parts and moving pieces. And that does sound like I didn't have a good experience with holidays. But that sounds um, more messy than even mine yeah. was. When I was a kid, the most stressful part of the holidays was my mom had this ideology that everything had to be perfect. So, for example... We When we would decorate, we would decorate the entire downstairs level, including the living room, the computer room, the kitchen, the dining room. And everything had to be placed the exact same way as it was placed the year before. Or she would get mad that we didn't put it in the right place and we didn't remember where it went. And there was all of the decor was in the attic, which was two stories of stairs up. And there, w- there was a shit ton of stuff. Like, it looks beautiful and great when it's done. But you're thinking of carrying down probably 15-plus bins of decor down two flights of stairs. And the- it was a whole day affair. And it was a nightmare. Nightmare decorating. Versus now that I'm an adult, we have two bins of decor. We have an archery. We have two bins of decor and archery. And that is all, and that is what I'm comfortable with because it was such a traumatic experience doing it for 18 years of the exact same thing that I'm like, no, thank you. I, I don't want to put the stress, continue to put it on myself, and then also put that onto my child. And it was everyone in my family was just controlling. Like, well, okay, my mom and my grandma. My grandma cooked everything every year, and no one was allowed to help her. And then she kind of took that out on us as a, like, she did the entire thing herself and no one helped her, but she, that's how she wanted it. But she was still stressed out and everyone was yelling and screaming. And so I just, I didn't understand why people would continue to put themselves into situations that made them miserable, but they did it every single year and they still do it. Yeah. I feel like my family was the same. Like, I'm sure there are other people's families that like actually have enjoyable holiday meals and everyone gets along, but. <laughs> But that was not my experience. Listener, if that's you, please write us a letter and tell us about your good holiday experiences to make us feel better about ourselves. Let us live vicariously through you. Yeah, I honestly, when we were in North Carolina, we had one of my best friends was actually my boss. 
And we would go to her family's house for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I was always so envious of her family because they all loved each other. They had a great time. They had, you know, everyone has bullshit that goes on in their family. But they were so forgiving and so loving that, for example, one of the siblings has been in and out of jail since he was 16. And they still just are like, cool, come to Thanksgiving. We love you. And I'm just like, man... It's so, I wish that my family was like that, but they are definitely not. And then the holidays after my pap's history with all of his, you know, raping and everything like that was exposed. Things are very different in my house, even worse than they were before. People barely talk to each other. Like I told you at Thanksgiving, my self and my husband my mom my dad my sister her husband we all stayed at our our mom's side of the house and then my grandma and grandpa were on their side of their house so things are very divided and it doesn't feel like a happy place and a happy time even though that's what it's supposed to be for yeah I could imagine well I couldn't imagine how hard that was honestly I feel like my situ- my family situation is obviously very different. Everyone is just angry for other reasons, but still, I feel like as an adult, the holidays are not the most pleasant around my family. Everyone's not together. Like all the fam- like marriages have ended. Everyone's angry. People bring up shit that they shouldn't. It's just still not a not the most fun time. I think if you have a great family dynamic and family unit and you like spending time with each other like that, then go ahead. But for my family, it's kind of like we see each other for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and other holidays, but then we don't see each other the rest of the year. And I'm like, but why are we even kind of pretending if (laughs) I I feel that? So what are some things that you do as an adult to try to make that better for yourself and for your kids so you they don't grow up hating the holidays like you did? Uh, for the most part, we like my husband gets the Christmas break. His company kind of shuts down for, I don't know, like Christmas Eve-ish through the new year, just depending on when that falls. So before we had kids, when it was just him and I, we would try to like plan stuff for us to just do together and avoid all of the family drama because he has some family drama as well we both did not have the greatest childhoods growing up now that we have kids we do like all the holiday things that they want to do with just our family like we we might sound mean to not invite any of like the grandparents or anything like that but that's usually when the fights happen because they want to do things in their own way that we don't agree with so we just focus on our kids. My, our kids are our, what they want to be happy is our focus, not what other people think that we should be doing with our children. We do do very like small decorations. Like we don't even, we have this like one of those pop-up trees from Amazon that's like $15 this year. We don't even have a real tree because we don't, I don't really care this year to be <laughs> honest to decorate it. And like we have a couple of like the holiday gnomes and we just do very small decorations and we don't do a million gifts because I feel like that was a thing that my parents did growing up was just giving us so much stuff like to make up for everything else throughout the year that would possibly go wrong and I I don't like that for my kids and I don't want them to ever feel like the material things are going to bring them happiness because it doesn't yeah. 
Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, and I, I had this with my husband, one of the things that I don't believe in is buying gifts for adults. Like, you should be spending that money for kids in the family or your own kids. I don't think that adults should be buying other adults gifts, really, unless they're homemade or something super meaningful that you know that they would really really love but like we said earlier exchanging the gift cards is dumb to me and where was I going with this (laughs) (laughs) I lost my train of thought but I don't think people should box themselves into into traditions that make them miserable yeah I agree with that everything that made me miserable as a kid I try my damnness to avoid doing with my children and can we fucking talk about the elf on the shelf for a second <laughs> like what the hell is that thing doing i hate that fucking thing <laughs> and luckily my like even when my son went to kindergarten he somehow hasn't come home asking why we don't have one and i've been waiting for it, like every day since december started because he's been telling me the date every single day and I'm like okay it's today the day he comes home and asks why we don't have an elf but so far he hasn't brought it up I think it's so stupid like who the fuck has the time for that it's so much effort and like to have to change its positioning every single day like it can't be for me I'm sorry like I'm not for one that invested in some damn elf and it's just a hassle and I don't know I don't know if I it was a when this whole thing started but i don't remember as a kid anyone talking about a damn elf on the shelf i don't think we had it but i feel like when i was a kid like it was like you know every bad every single bad thing that you did everyone would be like well you're gonna be on santa's naughty list now you're not getting any toys you're like a terrible child the whole christmas season and then leading up to christmas and i feel like that's like what the elf became like it's like the the supposed nice version of that because it's still the same thing. It's like, oh, if you touch this elf or if you're bad, the elf is watching you. It's going to tell Santa that you're bad. Why, why is that the only focus that you have for your child is like good versus bad? That's yeah, this- not a good education system, in my opinion, as a parent. But, you know, if, if you want to do the damn elf, <laughs> this whole elf Santa situation is starting to feel kind of manipulative. Yeah, I think it's very manipulative. Like, we're not big on Santa. I'm pretty sure my kids actually know that Santa's not real because my oldest has told me, like, oh, mom just buys my stuff for me. But, like, (laughs) why? Why do we need to lie? to Like, if they want to believe in that stuff, cool. Like, my kid thinks the tooth fairy left him $20 this week when he lost his first tooth. And if he wants to believe that, that's awesome. But I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you didn't do the right thing. So put your tooth on this pillow and she's not going to leave you anything. Like, why? Why do we manipulate children to do things? Why don't we just teach them? Yeah, I I don't. Luna went with her grandparents, uh, Cam's mom, the other week. And she told her mom, her grandma, that I told her that Santa wasn't real. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) kid, listen. I did not say such a thing. And we never even, because before we had kids, we had discussed like, ah, let's not really lie to our kids. And like, we were almost kind of not going to do the Santa Claus thing. But then she kind of picked up on it on her own from watching TV shows and movies Mm. and things. So we're like, well. And I didn't want her to feel when she got older, like she missed out on anything because I know kids 
or well, other than us apparently, are supposed to have a very magical outlook on Christmas time that I didn't want her to feel like she got gypped by us choosing not to let her believe that. Yeah, mine definitely picked up on Santa from like movies and stuff like that. But even like the Santa Claus or like the Santas in the mall, they are like this. They're not the same person. This one looks different than that one. Like these are not real Santas. So yeah, I just let them believe whatever they want to believe at this point. Hey, I just read your notes and under the holiday annoyance thing, you even said fuck that elf. <laughs> I hate that stupid elf. I just like, like the Pinterest on Pinterest boards of things to do with this, like, I just could never care that much. It's so much work. Like, I have other shit to do. And when my kids go to bed, that is my time if I don't pass out immediately. It's not time to, like, be placing this elf in some elaborate scheme. Yeah. And I've seen the ones of people... I just saw a picture of one today. Their elf made food-colored dyed pasta and, like, spilled it all over the the stove and the floor. Like, oh, that naughty elf. Who the hell has the time to do all that? You're making a mess and you're just going to have to clean it up. Right. (laughs) I feel like there are a lot of things that we have in common ironically (laughs) and a lot of things that come up with this holidays it's like ugh, the holidays yeah I feel like that comes with the whole not wanting to be the Instagram perfect parent like once you get past that and realize life isn't always all of that it becomes a lot easier (laughs) to not care about the stupid things yeah so was there something that you wanted to talk about with infertility and miscarriages around the holidays? Yes. So I'm sure we'll talk about it in further episodes, but I briefly, to put it on, I did struggle with infertility and I have had multiple miscarriages. So just speaking from my own perspective, even I have so many friends who have struggled with infertility and loss, the holidays are probably one of the single worst times to be dealing with something like that. Like, I don't, I literally don't know what it is, but it feels like whenever, like as soon as Halloween starts, Halloween through probably Valentine's Day, it is just like nonstop pregnancy announcements and birth announcements. And I I don't know why it seems so clustered around that time. I don't know if it's just because if you're someone who's going through that, that's usually when people post more on social media just because of all the holiday stuff going on. But it it fucking sucks. People don't always deal the best with, like, approaching someone who's going through that. A lot of times they're just really insensitive. You know, try this and you'll get pregnant. Or, oh, well, next time you have a kid, it'll be this. Or next time. Like, it's just, I think it's because you see all the family members during that time of the year. That's why all the, like, not fun questions come out. Or even people that aren't open about their infertility and loss struggles you know you see your all these family members around the holidays and if if you've been together for anything more than a month at this point it seems like someone's always asking you well when are you going to have a kid when are you going to give your child a sibling it's just not it's not a fun time it's it's insensitive it's it's not a question I think anyone should ask regardless of what they know is going on in someone else's relationship because you just really never know what people are going through Mm-hmm. I will 100% be honest and say this is a time of the year when when I first started going through infertility and miscarriage and 
I would unfollow people, unfriend unfriend people on social media, like immediately once I saw those posts. Like they they kind of just break something in you and seeing them more and more and more, all the themed announcements, it just is it sucks. It literally sucks. Yeah, you and your husband have been together, you were together a, a very long time before you ended up having kids and you were saying that you were struggling with your fertility and miscarriages and stuff. So I'm sure that that came up in that time. So how long were you with your husband before you guys had your son? Um, we have been together for 15 years, almost 15 years, I think, I, some, something like that. But we got married in 2014. So we had been together then for six years and we didn't have Silas until 2016 so I have always been someone who's very like proactive with my health I don't like to like wait things out because I'm not patient like we've talked about before but so you know when you're trying to get pregnant they tell you when you're young you have to wait a year before you can do anything about it well I like I, I knew something was wrong like you sometimes just have that intuition so like the closer and closer I got, I made an appointment with my OB and I was like, something's wrong. Like there, there's no reason I'm a healthy 24 year old. What the hell? So we did go through like a fertility specialist and do a bunch of stuff and eventually get pregnant with him. And then everything was good. You know, we wanted another kid and we had two very early miscarriages before going back to the fertility clinic with, to get pregnant with our other son. And even just between that time, after we got married, like everyone would be like, oh, are you still trying? You're not pregnant yet. Like every time we would go out with someone even or every time we would see family and then it just got worse and worse the closer we got to the holidays because, you know, we weren't. And oddly enough, when I did get pregnant with my oldest, I found out maybe beginning of January or something. So I did get pregnant in December and you know, as soon as we told people, they were like, oh, you must have had a really good Christmas. You must have had a really good holiday. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, yes, I was literally getting something shoved up my vagina every other day for the whole month of December to mm -hmm. see why I couldn't get pregnant. Like, people were just so insensitive about things like that. It just is maddening. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll discuss it further in other episodes of like you should probably just mind your fucking business and not talk to a woman about absolutely her body and anything like that thank you goodbye <laughs> absolutely so i see here you said something about you have a christmas eve tradition with your kids what's that tradition we always do a new pair of jammies Sometimes they're Christmas themed, like if I can find them, but you know, those always sell out so fast and sometimes they're like ridiculously expensive for no reason, I think. So it's usually just a new pair of pajamas in general. And we do like a little box that they open, has the pajamas, has like a book in it that may or may not be Christmas themed, just depending on what my kids care about that year. And then has snacks and we watch uh, like a movie. I feel like if it was like maybe 10 years ago, we would have bought a movie, but not with all the streaming services. We usually yeah. just pick one that we haven't seen or one that they really like. But that's always been our thing is like Christmas Eve is about them. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're sitting in our pajamas and just having like a super family night. Yeah. My husband and I this year, so he's going to end up working on Christmas Eve. He already knows. But we decided that for our Christmas Eve tradition that 
we are exchanging an ornament each year to give to each other. And then we're going to exchange ornaments like that and watch a Christmas movie together. Luna will probably already be in bed, so we're just going to be an us thing. But I think finding your own traditions is really important to do with just your family. And like I said earlier, especially if ones that you had as a kid didn't work out for you. Yeah, I definitely agree. So what is your biggest takeaway and your biggest food for thought for the listeners to know about holiday stress and trauma? Like, what would you say is your closing thought here? As much as this type of, like, season is not my favorite, I do think that Christmas should be, like, a more magical, enjoyable time. And if that involves setting boundaries, saying you're not going somewhere, saying you're not seeing certain family members and staying home, I think that's what you should do. Like, I don't think anyone should do anything that makes them uncomfortable. I don't think anyone should do anything that deals with old trauma. It should be a fun time of year, especially when you have kids, because they are still little and they do find joy in a lot of the Christmas things, especially when they hear stuff from other kids. But I think people place too much stress on making it perfect and making it social media shareable. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is someone posting the picture of their fucking Christmas tree with 30,000 gifts under it and being like, Santa came. Mm -hmm. No one fucking cares. Like literally no one cares about this at all. Why are you showing off all of it? It actually is just to show off that you bought your kid all this shit that they're going to play with for five seconds. Which is why we are the way that we are, where we do like three gifts and they open them in five minutes and then they actually enjoy the stuff that they got. I want one up you with that. My mom, every year growing up, would take the picture of the, the presents in front of the tree. We would unwrap all of them and then she would have us stack them nicely so she, <laughs> you could see everything that we got and take an additional picture of everything that she got us. Yeah, I feel like my parents did that too growing up and... Ugh. probably why I hate it so much. <laughs> I think for me, the biggest takeaway that I would say is to n- stop spending so much damn money on presents and not even just for adults or for kids, but make it more about the people that you want to spend that time with. Make it about the family that you choose to spend time with not the ones that make you miserable and want to pull your hair out be intentional and do what makes you happy and not feel like you need to do things to make other people happy if it makes you miserable yeah there's definitely no reason to have any more anxiety than you already do dealing with christmas so the intentional behavior is a big thing for me yeah I think that's a, just a an overall takeaway, not even just for Christmas. Be intentional. Yeah, for all things in life. <laughs> Be intentional and don't make yourself miserable as a martyr. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Motherful, Powerful Moms, Powerful Topics. And if you liked hearing Alex talk in our first episode together, let us know. Reach out to us and... One day, as I always say at the end of this, I will write out an official extra of how I want to leave you all. But today is also not that day. Surprise and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. So thanks, guys, for listening. Bye.
Bye. <laughs>